Hey, Cask Chasers, we'll start the show in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor. Babe. Yeah, honey. You know I don't dig whiskey. I, boy, do I know that. What else you got for me? Like from the Impex portfolio? Well, yeah. Well, you know we do a lot of Japanese products. Yes. We just brought in a product called Hakuto. Talk to me. It's a gin. Mm-hmm. And it's glorious. There's two versions. There's one at 40%. There's one at 47%. The 47% sort of the quote-unquote premium. Mm-hmm. But even at the 40% one, they incorporate yuzu fruit. Okay. Which is like a, a almost like a Japanese mix between uh, a minor lemon and, and a tart orange. I'm sold. Really bright and citrusy, uh, almost almost cloyingly sweet, but it didn't go over that edge. Okay. Really glorious. Okay. Shall I make you something with that? I would like that, please. A little gin fizz? Sure, babe. Bam. Oh, I forgot to say. Yes. Impex? Yes. Proud sponsors of the Cask Chasers podcast. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Cask Chasers. This is Aaron. And on this episode, Bobby and I are unsupervised, so we decided to go back and reminisce a bit about previous episodes and just what Cask Chasers in general has meant to us. Maybe you'll hear some clips from some of our older episodes and some of our favorites. So pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cast Chasers Podcast. Cast Chasers, it's Aaron. I'm here with Bobby this week, and we are... Hey. Uh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> we, we are very obviously unsupervised this week. No uh, boss. No boss. No Katie is here with us. No boss, no loss. No but I don't... Yeah. No... It just rhymed. That's the only uh, reason. It did rhyme. I've never heard it before. That, that's no. a new thing. Jeez. So we, we took... We've each taken a little vacation, except for you. You, I think you've been I don't here. take vacations. I just... Live here it's with podcast for, equipment. It's not good for you, buddy. That's right. I should take a vacation. You've been nonstop since the beginning. I have. I have. Yeah. I have. I took a week. You took. You took a week. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm leaving now. Yeah. You, you've you've done your time. I think. I think. Um, I'm not leaving. I'm still here. She'll be back soon. Um, she just took a vacation. But while it's just you and I, I thought we could do some catch up and you know talk about. Kind of what we've been through. We've got a lot going on, dude. There, there's a whole lot going on. There's yeah, a couple man. things going on that we can't talk about right now. Some future cool stuff. Future cool stuff, yeah. But and then we wanted to, you know, get all our listeners caught up. If you're not listening to all the episodes, we're just going to kind of chat a little bit about what, we, uh, what we've done and kind of some highlights, I guess, of what we even... Our faves, yeah, and well, kind of go from there. And I feel like there's a there's a lot of people that jump into the podcast kind of in the middle. Um, if you look at the downloads of our very first episode, there's a lot of people that start at the very first episode, which is which is cool. But I know you know we'll we'll have an episode that's some big name that people will jump in in the middle, and maybe they'll start listening from then on, and maybe they don't really know what we're all about. You know, who are these guys? What are they doing? Talk about us. So the idea of season one was to take you and us on the journey through the nuance of what whiskey is. It mm-hmm. was, it's heavy education. Mm-hmm. 
which we're all about education in general. That's kind of what we do. But season one was really about zooming into, you know, the origin series, kind of scotch and Irish whiskey, cat, what cast strength means, what heads, heart and entails are. We threw in a live, that was our first live in season one at the State Theater. Mm-hmm. Pretty early on, too, like four five six seven yeah. episodes in something like that yeah Where we, and that was really the regions of scotland mm-hmm. season two we got more into bringing folding in those in the know and we had some cool guests in season one yeah yeah, yeah. um but season two was more about really getting heavy hitters on the podcast and talking about deeper topics hopefully we get back into them some of the nuanced stuff because i think we have some listeners but season one would you say you had a I don't know, favorite episode or something that really stood out to you? Something that what 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 was your um, what would you put your flag in? If if you, if you said, okay, I'm going to start listening, I'm going to start in season one, but I only have time for one one episode. Oh man, okay. I there there were a a couple. I would say honestly, honestly, one of the ones that I had the most fun on. It's probably not super. Doesn't have a whole lot of. It's it's not super informative, maybe. But there was one episode that we did where we were talking about uh, mixed drinks. We were talking about cocktails, uh, Cast Chasers Whiskey Mixer, I think, some, something like that. Look for Whiskey mi- Mixer or Mixer in the in the episode. That was a good one. That was a good one. Well, so uh, a, a lot of people know that when we record, we tend to record more than one episode at a time. And that was a day. I I feel like we recorded five episodes that day. I felt like it was a really long day. We do a lot, and but we ended it talking about cocktails, which we've done. I think we've done at least one more cocktail episode since then. I think around Valentine's Day yeah. we did a cocktail episode this year. And Scott, <laughs> if if you guys haven't listened to the first season, go back and listen well, to the first season. How about can we do? Let's play a minute, maybe a little less, thirty seconds of that that episode. Want to sure. do that? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Let's play it. Uh, here's, a, here's a quick clip. You go to a wedding. There's an open bar. They're serving... Is it an open bar? Yeah. Not, not a tip jar, that's nothing. Right. That's okay. right. Open bar. That changes um, things. That's true. So you go to a wedding. There's an open bar, but they've got some... I just want the cherry. <laughs> oh, I gave... He's been digging I gave, for like a, like a <laughs> monkey trying to get a dollar bill out of a jaw. Scott's digging in his glass trying to get the cherry out. Yeah, you guys keep recording. I'm just going to be over here. <laughs> so, um, so you're at a wedding. It's an open bar. But the whiskey selection is all like bottom shelf type stuff. So my, one of my favorite things about that episode is Scott, who was the... He was sort of our captain, you know, like keeping us on course, but very similar to what, you know, Katie's doing right now. But very not only was he doing that, he was also in charge of recording and editing and producing and keeping us on track before you and I, you know, decided we were going to take any sort of um, any sort of responsibility (laughs) in this thing. He did everything. He did everything. Literally everything. We showed we showed up and we just talked is yeah. what we did. So Scott, you know, he was always level-headed. He was always, you know, making sure he kind of uh steered the ship there. What I what I liked was that in in that episode, he was off the rails at a couple points and I mean, he was I'd say more than tipsy. And I, uh, he was doing impersonations at some point, and it was just, it was just really, really funny. So to me personally, just for my own memory of the time, that's an episode I go back to personally and listen to, and it just makes me laugh. 
How about you? Do you have anything from from season one that you you really dug, or, or if if you were telling people go back and listen to one episode, what what would it be? You know, I I have I have two really. I think my favorite episode is probably live from the state. Our first time live from the state theater. It was the most fun, but it was also terrifying. Um, yeah, and I think you can hear us. We're nervous because we're on stage. There's an actual audience. Luckily, we at that point we kind of have a, we had a flow, but there was a lot of good information in there. We had a lot of fun doing it. Little clip. Here we go. Yeah. We're so glad to have you guys here with us, and we're so glad to be doing our very first live podcast from the State Theater here in Havre de Grace, Maryland. Theater looks amazing. Look Thank you to all the crews. Oh, great. Okay. Well, fellas, uh, first off, let me introduce the, uh, the co-hosts here. We have uh, Mr. Bobby Bird. And Mr. Aaron Pross. I'm going to actually say hello. I just and I'm Scott Norris, and we are so excited to get this kicked off. So, where do we start, fellas? I mean, uh, this is a big weekend. We got Burns, uh, Burns Night coming up. Never heard of it. What, never heard of Burns <laughs> Weekend? I think, we have, I think we have a lot of people in the crowd that could educate you I'm very quickly. I'm happy everybody's here. I think they want to drink whiskey. Is that what everybody wants to do? Oh. Oh, they came for whiskey. <laughs> of course. Of that course. we can do. We yeah. have some good ones. We well, have some good ones. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a trip around Scotland, right? We're going to take a look at all five regions of Scotland. We're going to look at the, uh, the, the, the profiles of what comes out of each region, what type of whiskey you can expect, what type of um, what work goes into it, because everybody has a little bit different, uh, different way of doing things, right? A different take, yeah. A different take. And then most importantly, we're going to taste the whiskey from that region. So I'm down. Before <laughs> we go, um, most of you look like you'll finish your whiskeys, which I appreciate. But if you're the type that don't want to finish your whiskey, the doors. No. And your little, uh, you see a little, uh, what we call a swill bucket that the lovely Dana is showing. You can go ahead and pour it out in there. And at the end of the show, we're going to, we'll drink it. I'm going to be honest with you. So you can hear, you can hear we're a little nervous. We're trying to get used to that edge, but it was just so much fun to be up in front of all those people and to kind of share that information and the afterwards meet and greets and stuff like that was really cool. One thing that stands out to me about that episode in particular is in the moment, everything felt so chaotic, so out of hand. It felt like everything was completely off the rails. But so Scott said, I'm just going to release this whole episode raw. Like, I'm not going to edit anything out of it. And I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. And then he released it. And I was like, oh, we, like, comparatively speaking, <laughs> compared to how I felt when we were recording that episode, we were head and shoulders sounded way, way better yeah. than I I thought, that than, than I felt we sounded. So, I mean, good on Scott for, you know, catching that and just being like, well, he guys, saw, this is a good episode. But it turned out to be one of my favorite episodes. Mm -hmm. And I think... So my second favorite, and I know you didn't ask for two, but, I, I but the first time, the first time we spoke to Patrick Heiss, Dr. Yes. Patrick Heiss, <laughs> listen to this, listen to this guy. First off, here's a quick clip of him just talking nerd science in his act and his Southern accent. It's my favorite. Well, you know, it, it starts again at Firm Solutions. One of the thing, I mean, not only do we market yeast to, like I said, distilleries and breweries, but we also do a lot of work for distilleries around uh, microbial contamination. 
you know, my background's in microbiology, so uh, we can't help but to be curious about what's going on in that fermenter outside sure. of what you think's going on in there. I mean, everybody knows about the water and the grains and the yeast. Well, what, you know, 10 other things are in there that you haven't listed on your recipe. So we'll go in there. We have a state-of-the-art laboratory at Firm Solutions, which which is on the site here at Wilderness Trail Distillery. So we get to utilize uh, the lab for Wilderness Trail. But, you know, over the years, we have, uh, you know, I guess, helped distilleries characterize what's going on in their plant with respect to microbial contamination. And that includes bacteria as well as yeast. So, you know, we're also molecular biology capable here. We do genetic engineering, molecular biology. So you got people around here with hillbilly accents talking about polymerase chain reaction and stuff. It's kind of cracks me up every now and then. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, um, over the years, as we've helped distilleries characterize their bacterial and, and microbial contaminants, that's really where we, we amass this collection. So when you first talk to him, <laughs> you think, you know, and I'm from the South, so you think, right. okay, here's a guy, good old boy, he's going to talk to us about whiskey, he's going right. to talk to us about, he and gets so super into the micro, you know, chemistry and biology of what whiskey he is. Knows, he knows so much. He uh, his brain is so big, you know, being, being from, you know, the northernish part of the East coast, you, you hear a hillbilly accent and you expect one thing and he's the complete opposite, you know, he is, but he's so passionate and he know to this day, I'll hit him up and I'll just ask him a question or, Hey, what do you think about this? Or, you know, nuanced stuff. And he'll, he'll send me back or he'll jump into it with all this knowledge and information. You don't leave a conversation with him not knowing. No. So any interview you, you leave find, a conversation yeah. with him knowing too much and more than you started off to know when and, you asked him. And not just that there are, obviously there are sponsor, yeah. which you'll oh, hear from yeah. shortly. Sure. Um, but their whiskey's amazing. His whiskey's amazing. Oh, 100%. Wilderness Trail is probably one of the better bourbons in it, my shelf. I, I may have told some people that it is my favorite bourbon. Maybe. I might it's have, up there. I may have yeah. said those words on more than one occasion. I, I'll uh, I'll give you that. Who's your favorite interview? First season. We'll get into season Okay, two. all right. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, that, that's, that's, a, that's a no-brainer to me, who, who my favorite interview is. First season favorite interview. Obviously, I, I enjoyed Pat Heist, but... Probably. I know what you're going to say. Who, who, uh, okay, you, you should you should write it down. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you who. Oh, my, hold on, hold on. I, you I, have to find something. We're to just gonna we're, we're just gonna have to. I'm yeah, gonna signal. Okay. I'm gonna signal, and you're gonna. Uh, okay. All right, all right. All right. Great. Honestly, Brad Kenyon. I was wrong. Who, who did you think I was? I pointed say? to my Glen Karen. I oh, thought. Oh, you I know thought what? you were going to no, say that was really good too. Darn it, Marty Duffy. Marty Duffy was also uh, one of my. I like both of them. Okay, I like both of them for different reasons. Okay, let, let, let's talk. Let's talk about Brad first. Brad, I think it just Brad has, was fantastic. So Brad was our very first guest. Period. At all, ever. A little nerve wracking for us having our first guest on our whiskey podcast and. Um, Brad came in and he talked about, you know, the Water of Life film. And I think they had only just finished filming right. at, at that point. And then it was, you know, this long drawn out thing before they were actually able to release it in any sort of capacity. He was so kind, so welcoming, so just such a nice dude. 
and I mean, literally invited us over to his house. Like he'll still hit me up and be like, "Hey, you guys gonna he's come in over?" To my, he's in. He's not far. Yeah. Let's go now to, yeah. to his house. No, but like he and he's a fan, like we are. Also, yeah. you know, everybody involved with the Water of Life film is a fan of whiskey, much the same way we are. So I think that was a good first interview for us. I guess we can listen to. A, a yeah, minute of it real I, quick. there's a special piece I want you to hear. Oh, okay, a little passionate note from from Brad about his opinion on whiskey. Mm-hmm. Went into wines for a while, so I, I have a wine history. But then, uh, you know, when you open a bottle of wine, you've got to basically drink the whole thing. So moving into whiskeys was, uh, especially Scotch whiskey, uh, was just a real eye-opening experience for me because I could keep a bottle for years and just really uh, ex- uh, have a story with it, share it with people. But when I first started, with uh, peated whiskeys, a friend of mine gave me a bottle of Lafroig and I opened it and I, I just, I hated it. I couldn't, I, I thought it was medicinal. I, you know, I just really couldn't get my head around, um, you know, what the appeal was. Uh, and then, you know, after a while you, you revisit something, you know, you, you start to get those synapsal things moving in your brain and it went from being medicine to a campfire for me. Nice. And so when I started to really visualize some of the the places that, where the stuff is made and and really get the visualization behind what I was nosing, uh, it was a completely different experience and uh, Isla is just a, a mecca for me now as far as like going and experiencing whiskeys and it tastes different uh, I there. Just love peated whiskey. Did, yeah. did, you, did you find that it's kind of you because I've, I've been one of the few lucky people that have gotten to go there that don't live there and tasting whiskey there smelling the water and everything in the environment just changes it makes it better absolutely yeah because you can really you start to say okay well this is the i can taste the briny ocean notes off of this or it really takes you back uh, uh kilhoman is a, a really good isla whiskey peated whiskey they they um they have a really nice uh, line of their whiskeys that are affordable, uh, but th- they have a, a real sense of earthiness or, uh, you know, you get some of the, sh- the, the oyster water, uh, rocky notes. And uh, my favorite uh, Isla whiskey is the Port Charlotte. Mm, beautiful. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, I just, uh, the Isla barley and what they do with that. And, and, you know, we'll talk about it later, but my experience with the film and getting to know the Brucolati brand and the people and the transparency and the stories really just sort of brought that brand to life for me. And of course, Octomore. Uh, so just, uh, the when you get into the, of Jim. Yeah. 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 So it's just exciting stuff and you, it, and it's all from the same ingredients and you get such a different flavor profile. Uh, it's exciting. Yeah. So yeah, see, yeah, I mean, the dude cares, and he's he... he's just he like I said, he's a fan, and I I think that was a good sort of way for us to ease our way into um, having a get having guests yeah. at all, and um, but first guest, first first guest ever, yeah. But then you did you said Marty Duffy, and so can I be honest about Marty? Yes. So I I don't know what I expected. <laughs> I That's... don't know what I expected either. So since then, every guest we've ever had, I've been pretty spot on to how it's going to go, minus a couple of here's and there. Mm. I did not know because he's he's left or right, dude. That, yeah. I mean, that guy, um, he's very funny and he's very 
you can't rein him in. No, he's, no, he's I the, love it. He's the show. It. Yeah, he's yeah. the show. And before that, he was he's our Glen Karen rep, right? Um, yeah. So you know, in our logo, allegedly he thinks that's Glen Karen's. I, it, who it, knows? It's not. Who knows? It's just two it's just tulip two shaped whis- whiskey glasses. <laughs> um, but we do have Glen Karen with our logo on it, thanks to uh, Marty. But he. So I mean, he worked with the not at not SNL, but what was it? Second, well, yeah, second. Sec, uh, I don't remember if it was Second City. It, it was Second w- City. One of the ones in Chicago. He yeah. he worked with, uh, um, just doing um improv, improv and all of that. And, stuff, and like yeah. it shows, like he's absolutely a showman, and he's so so funny. Such a fun episode. And, like man. I, you know, I I come from a theater and performing background, and Scott is the world's biggest SNL fan. So like in it heaven, was, and, yeah. I mean, it was it, we we yeah. were both on class nine and M- marty's a good dude if if you guys haven't listened to uh, i think it's called glenn cairn glass or no whiskey crystal whiskey, whiskey crystal, crystal yeah. is the name of that episode um that was in march of 2020 i think is when we released that one um but no if you haven't listened to that one marty duffy and to be quite frank marty has introduced us to a lot of people well, in the whiskey industry as so well. So not only is he involved in the whiskey community, whiskey-wise, um, but he's involved in, was it the Chicago... Chicago Whiskey Festival, Yeah, I think. and then his daughter... His niece. Does, his, his niece, niece Jamie. His niece yeah. does it now. Um, so he's very plugged in. Yeah. So it's not just about no. pushing crystal glasses or pushing Glen Cairns. Um, he is a pusher. And he, he, 100%. Yeah. He is our supplier. And <laughs> he meets us in an alley in a trench coat. That's, about, that's I mean, where we get our say, glasses who's from. Who's to say that's not how you're but, supposed uh, to do it? But you hear for yourself. Listen to this dude's listen – to, listen to his spiel. Uh, Martin, thanks for being on the show, buddy. We really appreciate it. We want to talk Glenn Cairns first off because uh, that you, that's currently where you're at, right? Yes, sir. For the last five and a half years, soul. Uh, brand representative for North America. Wow. Okay. wow. Just little me. I'm the Kevin Costner, the kind of the dances with wolves for uh, Glen Karen. Nice. Their soul representative <laughs> in the Western wilderness. That's me. All soul right. representative. That's actually, that's a really impressive soul representative. I know. It's no pressure. Yeah. And well, yes. soul and as an S O L E and S O U L. No pressure. Bring a lot of that that's right. They sell them, not to take away from your job because you're doing an amazing job, Uh-oh. but they kind of sell themselves. Yeah. Yeah, a little do. bit. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How do well, you. Well, I mean, it is amazing because, uh, such as yourself, you got the, uh, the glasses in your logos. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> my vision, I can't see. The yeah, yeah, look. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's tons of uh, tons of folks who use the glass for uh, music events, for whiskey events, and then uh, uh, almost every whiskey article. I'm constantly yeah. posting whiskey articles every day that use the glass. Even if they don't mention it in the article, it, the glass with a little whiskey in it represents whiskey. Yeah, right. It yeah, what's well, kind of uh, it's kind of the go-to. And I mean, sometimes in marketing and sales, somebody promises something as something when, but this is actually a standard because it works. I I I, I appreciate what I get from my whiskey through it. Really, Absolutely. really. And Absolutely. we're not being paid by Glen Karen by by any no, means. No, we're by not the way. yet. Not so. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> And and it's a Scottish company, so you won't. That's yeah, true. Right. That's right. true. That's right. The poor <laughs> bastards. But uh, we truly do believe in it. Yeah, Marty, how do you go? 
to become the sole representative. Uh, <laughs> how does that happen? <laughs> uh, basically, by killing off all the other representatives. <laughs> so it's like it's, a it's like a it's Highlander survival of the fittest. Uh, I mean, Highlander. It's yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's a Highlander. I wanted thing. it to be something. Uh, like got to behead them. It's yeah, really obviously in like a That's, parking garage. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do not meet me in a parking garage. <laughs> not if you're Got selling it. glasses. Noted. Aaron, do your best, Smarty Duffy. <laughs> so I always, I always, think, I always think back to his opening of the of the episode. He's like, uh, "Hey, th- th- this is Martin Duffy from Glen, and you're hearing me on the uh, Cast Chaser. This is Martin Duffy, and uh, he's so, so funny, alive, he's, and-, and that's the thing. Like, uh, it, do, you, do you remember? It took him like ten minutes to get." to figure out how his headphones worked to do the uh to do the... He, and he has a show himself right well and that's the thing like he he has i think um, he just did that to mess with us well, to yeah be i don't know yeah he and lou bryson have a um have a uh i don't know if it's weekly but they have a show that they do that's you know like also like a podcast it's got its own whole channel and everything uh a sip of knowledge Go Google that. A sip of knowledge. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and they good. they they have all kinds of all kinds of his uh, name people. and his tag. His little little uh, wink there. It's always something different. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. It's fantastic. It's funny. <laughs> so season two. Season two. Man. What? First off, season two. Okay. Wow. How two years in the running? So new director. Yeah. You know, Scott kind of stepped out to the background mm-hmm. um, to uh, still still a part of Cast Chasers just in the background. We reached we, we knew Katie for a while. She's not here. She, you, you have to listen to the first episode to get to know Katie. If you haven't already listened to episodes, you, you can kind of yeah. tell she is. She's pregnant. That's right. who she's, Katie she's is as a person. Pregnant. So, uh, um, <laughs> this is what happens when she's not here. <laughs> so we, we got a new director and we took this really unique. I don't know if unique is the word course on heavy bringing heavy hitters to the plate, mm. getting some really good interviews, and then bringing big knowledge and also also some nuanced whiskeys. We've yeah. done some we've yeah. met some really cool um, local distillers and distillers from all over, you know, old line, real good friends mm-hmm. with those guys now. Great stuff. So far, it's a little tougher this season because we had time to think about last season. Where do you think your favorite episode is so far? Oh. And can I I'm gonna take one off the plate. So we just did the I, Jim McEwen. I know you're taking Jim McEwen off the plate because you can't, you can't, you can't say, you can't say what's your, what's your favorite episode you've done and not say it's Jim yeah, McEwen. Yeah, Avi. Um, so there's so many that are so good for different reasons. I'm gonna say the most fun I had hanging out was with the guys from Old Line Spirits. Yeah. That was the most fun yeah. I had hanging out, and we just went and we hung out with them. And they're so. Welcoming. That was our first offsite. No, not other than at that was the our theater. First, like, that was our first like on site at a distillery or interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're they're just the the guys down there, Mark and Arch. They're 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 so welcoming. They're so laid back. They have such a passion for what it is they're doing, and they're just really good dudes. You know, yeah. they're just really, really, really good, good guys. Really good people. And they, I mean, they welcome they welcomed us in. We basically just hung out there for an entire Friday. Yeah. You know, we, we came in, they gave us a tour of the distillery, showed us some different stuff. We got to taste, we got to taste some, uh, new make right off the still. They basically, they basically just opened up their place to us and we all sat down on 
comfy couches in in their sort of lounge area and then whiskey just kept coming to us and i you they know got they got us drunk they got us drunk and it's yeah. a little it's a little Hazy blurry after blurry that. after that i don't really know yeah. what happened they're great guys they, <laughs> they, they are great guys yeah so yeah i'd say as as far as the best time i had hanging out that's 100 percent it we laughed a lot we did i'm Okay, so I hope we don't lose half of our listeners on this comment. Um, I'm definitely port over sherry. I love that strong, flavorful profile. And, you know, in some of the things that we've tasted on the show before, just the walls of caramel, the sweetness, which is not typically my go-to. I like the smoky, briny flavors. But if you start off with that on the nose, like, count me in. Um, I've never had a rum-finished whiskey. <gasps> Wait, dun, dun, dun. I'm tethered to my seat here, but I can take the headset off. Look at one if you want. Yeah. I mean, can you guys? That's happening. Today. Live without me for a minute? Yes. No. Oh my Never. gosh. No rum. Second. No. No. Seriously. And and the Belvini um, rum finish that you guys have talked about before, I remember you referencing in season one. I was like, I got to put that on my list. And I Mark just... couldn't get up fast <laughs> enough. He's so gone. The, the, goal, the goal here is to get Mark to give us as much whiskey as humanly possible. I've today. never had whiskey. Period. Here's yeah. What we did is we, we just. <laughs> what can you bring? We, we just we just looked at everything that he had out on the shelf, and we were like, I've okay, never had. That, um, that, mention that, mention that. I've never had this thing. That yeah. sounds That's really good. That's a new thing. So is this a cast? So Mark Giddily. Is that a word? Yeah. Got up. Yeah. It is now. Skipped. <laughs> Proud of you. To giddily skipped to his bar over there. And it looks like he's going to come back with something. He's rumpet. coming back somehow with 11 different bottles. Is this a cast chaser's first? Ah! Is this a cat? Is this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my we're, God. We're this is amazing. Live. I'm getting nervous by how much pressure is now. On oh, the moment. my God. He slapped <laughs> down three bottles. Holy shit. Yeah. All right, should, okay. I start, should I start pouring? So talk us through what you're about to do. Yeah, so and also call an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chasers, Aaron here. I wanted to talk about our sponsor, Wilderness Trail Distillery. If you want a great whiskey without the fake legends and made-up history, try some Wilderness Trail Fine Kentucky Bourbon. It's made by master distiller Shane Baker and fermentation expert Pat Heist, who you've heard on the podcast, at their distillery in Danville, Kentucky. They make a weeded bourbon, a high rye bourbon, and a Kentucky-grown rye whiskey. Wilderness Trail is offered in bottled in bond or cask strength. It's non-chill filtered, and the mash bill is on the side of every bottle, so you know what you're buying. This is real information, not some magical recipe or who Shane's great-great-grandpa is. I'm telling you, keep an eye out for Wilderness Trail in your favorite store. If you happen to see a barrel pick or special release of Wilderness Trail on the shelf at your store, grab it. It's not going to last long. If you want more information, check them out online at wildernesstraildistillery.com. I think my favorite so far mm -hmm. is one of the few, one of the, and I have a handful of times, but probably one of the few times I've seriously geeked out. And that was with Peggy No Stevens. Yep, I I, <laughs> I knew exactly what you're talking so about. So <laughs> she is first off, that woman is a beast. She's forgotten more, I guess the saying is, than I'll ever know. Yeah. But she but she's also so elegant and passionate about what she does, and she's just a pro. She came on the podcast sitting in this elegant chair with this big painting in the background, literally wearing a pearl necklace. 
and this like out and she's like i gotta run out and go get a windshield replaced yeah yeah or something it was something yeah. so and i remember thinking what she's just she was, she, <laughs> she was dressed as the ceo of some company just a mom yeah she taking is taking over the world and but she, she literally in unprompt walked us through a tasting yeah and yeah. here's here's a taste of it because it was no pun intended here was one of the best tastings i've ever been a part of to go in a tasting with you in itself is amazing. And I know I've given you many accolades, but that, and also intimidating, because I'm like, I don't, don't say the wrong thing. Know your spices, Bobby. You guys know are doing your spices. Great. Keep going. Nutmeg. <laughs> well, see, that's, that's the thing is that I love, I mean, I know the experts always tell you what we think, but anybody really can do this. And that's my whole point is it's food memory. That's yeah. all we're doing is food memory. So think spice. What'd you get? I got nutmeg. Nutmeg. Okay. Yeah. I, Anybody else? I got like a dried ginger. I'm trying. I'm trying to reach to, to to dried ginger. What sort of ginger? I was going to say ginger, but that like a, a more of a dried sort of powdered ginger. And to your point, Aaron, well, I love that because it is different. Mm-hmm. It is different than a raw, mm-hmm. fresh ginger. That's what I was right. going to say. My nutmeg is it's that cooked Christmas nutmeg. Oh, yeah. It's not that. Yeah. You sm- not that you smell from like the- baking spice. Yeah. yeah like baking exactly. spice. Like the part yeah. where you're you're making Christmas cookies and you dash it in and you want to take like just a bite of the dough just to get like let that yeah, flavor exactly. touch it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I definitely got the nutmeg and then I got bear with me. I <laughs> kind of like a cayenne heat, but not the flavor. I just love it. Like enough uh-huh. of a spike to it to to cut mm-hmm. through the rounded finish. You know what I mean? Mm. Sure, sure. And you know specifically a difference between, you know, the cayenne and cinnamon. Cinnamon tastes very different than cayenne. Mm-hmm. The cayenne brings heat. Cinnamon brings heat. Do you see the difference here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we're getting sexy with yeah. our vocabulary. <laughs> I, I feel it. like it. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, one one more taste, and we'll go to sweet. Just to, I just want to, I'm, I'm kind of having fun with this. I love it. It's fine. <laughs> we're, we're here all day. Like this is like, yeah. It's like improv poetry. Great. I think this is how right. Freddie Mercury and David Bowie got together and made Under Pressure, and it was a classic <laughs> on the on the whim. And I okay. feel like okay. we're set sure. on a similar path, yeah. guys. Exactly See, that. you knew me too well because I'm a huge David Bowie fan. So is my <laughs> wife. <laughs> so is Christine. Huge. <laughs> I literally was listening to Under Pressure Friday night. Oh my! <laughs> literally yeah. listening. Meant to be. <laughs> Such small information. But so maybe because it came from her, but really made you think on how I think we still bring it up. What's in your pantry? Yeah, we do. We do. And one of the most impressive and important things to me about that episode is she led the three of us through a tasting. You, me and Katie and actually Christina and Dana were also in the room. None of us were drinking the same whiskey. No. And she led us all through a tasting. Of different off memory, uh, yeah, just off memory and off of here is how you do a tasting, yeah. and it's probably the best tasting I've ever been a part of. And, and I think none I'll, of us were drinking the same. And it's unfortunate because for time wise, some of it was edited mm-hmm. out, and there was more to it. And we talked even afterwards. I wish I would have been able to ke- keep a lot of it, but we just weren't able to. But that was probably one of the most awesome interviews so far yeah um dana got some really good pictures of all of us but like you and me we looked uh, we just looked silly I with was, how happy yeah. we were and like I, I i couldn't stop complimenting her no you couldn't it was it was uncomfortable yeah to be yeah. honest i was yeah. uncomfortable i was just so amazed by her she's such a powerful person in the world of whiskey too it was just great to have her on the show but that was a great one 
I want to say Widow Jane's up there too. Um, Lisa's just, she's also really cool, super humble. She, with Lisa, it's almost like she doesn't realize what she has. I mean, she knows obviously, but she's so humble about it to her. Let's go to work. I make whiskey. That's what Mm -hmm. we, you know, that's Mm -hmm. what we do. And she produces such a great, I mean, sources, but yeah. now creates such a cool whiskey with such a following. And she's so humble and passionate yeah. about it, too. Yeah. I, I put them probably up there. Now. And I think we yeah. did them right beside each other. That was our Women in Whiskey season. Yeah, part um, of our season, Women in Whiskey yeah, series. Episode and series. Uh, what, one thing you'll find with – it really stands out with Lisa, but with – a lot of people in the industry, you know, big names, heavy hitters, Woodford. Chris Chris Morris from Woodford Reserve, when we did a Facebook Live thing with him, he was just so down to earth and such a kind person. And yeah. like you find that across the industry and we talk about that. But I mean, whether it's Scotland, whether it's here in the U.S., whatever, you just find they're just really real people. And like this is just what they do, you know, and they like to talk about it. Lucky for us, you know, <laughs> what was a fun one? What was just a super fun one? Probably Catoctin <laughs> with Avalon yeah. and their meatballs. And any any time, here, no, hear her talk meatballs real quick. You are a huge meatball fan, like yes. I'd say fifty fifty post whiskey <laughs> and meatballs. Is that accurate? Yeah, I had meatballs last week at some point, maybe twice. I can't remember. It's hard to keep track. There's just a lot of balls I all yeah. <laughs> flying all at <laughs> <that> you. <laughs> Who hasn't been there? <laughs> right. I felt so we so we had meatballs ready for you because we saw that. What if she hated them and it's now an obligation? People just I would assume. Have I would have just laughed. I'd be like, do the tasting yourself. This She's is a like, disappointment. Mm-mm. What if you get shipments made... and shipments of balls from plenty of fans from here on out? Like this. Yeah. Is oh my god, out. that would be my dream. <laughs> you guys heard the challenge. <laughs> All of the meatballs need to go to her. That's yeah. actually happened to me once. I had somebody uh, send me a care package from the meatball shop in New York flash frozen big old bucket like popcorn bucket of meatballs sent to me and it was amazing i need to yeah. say more things i like online <laughs> <laughs> let this cake. be a listen cake more cake god i love cake oh so puppies. much puppies all of the puppies <laughs> flash frozen puppies oh, no? oh, no? oh that's god. darker sorry, than sorry. Okay. okay we were having such a nice time too <laughs> so the whole episode was first off Amazing whiskey, amazing rye whiskey. Catoctin is a great distillery. Yeah. Great people behind the helm. She is, you know, their their ambassador out there in the field pushing mm-hmm. the product. She doesn't need too much pushing to do because it's just no, once you taste good. it, you're right, it's good stuff. We just had a lot of fun. She's such a cool person. And but the meatball piece, because every time I see a picture, I see her with meatballs. With meatballs, yeah. So we made a bunch of meatballs. <laughs> and I remember when I asked her to come on the show, she was like, I guess I, yeah. I was like, and we'll make meatballs. She goes, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. I'm like, well, it's a, it's, it's a week. It's a couple of weeks from Yeah, but that was a fun one. That was, that was in the studio at the State Theater, yeah, too. Yeah, I think she was our first in-person in-studio. Yeah, because I might think, be Because right. uh, I think we had Brad back for the Water of Life release b- before that. That was live on the yeah, Steth Yeah, State that was Theater. live. Technically both in the same building. In the same building. That in was a lot of fun. Building. No, that was a yeah, lot of that fun. that was a whole lot of fun. I really, I really like that. As we get our flow, it's just, it's becoming more fun. Yeah. And the guests we're getting on, we're doing it hopefully for the listeners so they can learn something and they can enjoy it too. But these people are just so alive and passionate about what they do for a living. What about you? I was actually going to say that one as far as really being fun. 
So another one that I had a lot of fun on, which really you and I wound up not really being a part of the conversation. Can we talk about that for a yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Tell yeah. it who it is and so, then be specific about why we weren't a part of it. So uh, the, the, the person on the episode is uh, Shug McMurray from Glasgow Distillery. Um, he's, their, he's their head cooper. Uh, the episode's called Hanging with a Real Cooper. Getting this conversation to work to begin with was I, I felt I felt like it was a lot of work he, to get so it to work. He's a cooper, yeah, and he's a damn good one, right? Probably one of the best from what I'm hearing, right? Everybody knows him, right? Um, we were talking to the people at Pendarin, and they were like, "We only had one cooper. It was Shug, uh, Jim McEwen met him. They were both you know coopers at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's an industry. He knows what he's doing. Uh, audio." interview maybe not so much he's, he's, yeah. i think he literally sat in a lounge no, chair he's no internet hacker his <laughs> daughter yeah you know his do- so we had to call him on whatsapp right. which we're now more familiar with it's different when you call overseas you know what i mean mm-hmm. when you have a guest from over over the pond um but his daughter kind of came on and helped set everything up and then it's a bit of a raspy interview but greg so it was greg from the water of life that introduced us right and greg said i'm gonna be honest with you he's hard to understand <laughs> <laughs> and I should have, man, wherever he's from, I guess they're known for having this really yeah. super thick. So we got him on and I'm like, oh my God, we're never going to. So we, in the middle of the interview, when we first started, I kind of grabbed your shoulder. I'm like, we got to sit back. And well, we, and and also we, we were having a little bit of audio issues too, because mm-hmm. it was our first time using WhatsApp. So he could only, he, we were hooked up to a phone. Yeah. He... We we could all hear him through our headphones, but he could only hear us if we were holding the phone up to our right, face. Right. So, oh my gosh! So so we had this this thing rigged where we had the phone set on like a mic stand right next to Katie's microphone, so that when she was talking to Suge, she was also talking into her mic. So I mean, it it would have been a whole. So thing we had her we were, do the whole interview. Yeah. But then because he's so difficult to understand for specifically for American ears. Yeah. We made it a, a commentary. Mm-hmm. So we had yeah. like our commentary, yeah, that's right. which was neat. I, so I want to play this clip real quick because it's hilarious. It's Shook's favorite drink. And this is not portraying that you got to go back and listen to it because the man knows what he's doing. It's a really interesting episode. I just happen to think this is one of the funnier bits. So this is uh, this is Shug's The favorite drink of a Cooper. Here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's your drink of choice then? Uh, uh, I like uh, the smell of whiskey, but I think a choice would probably be a Budweiser beer, but <laughs> I'm not a big drinker. Regular heavy Budweiser beer. I mean, that's that's a standalone beer. I wasn't expecting that either. I'm just, I love that that was your answer. <laughs> They said that when I was with the audio, they, they asked the staff to fill in a, like a, a form to state their favourite drink. And obviously they meant a Diageo brand. After <laughs> 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 Budweiser. <laughs> so one of their brands. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big drinker. I like the odd gin. I love the smell of whiskey. I can smell whiskey all day, but just mm. kind of quiet a taste. So. Yeah. So you ask him what what kind of whiskey do you like? What was his favorite? I don't I don't like whiskey. I don't like whiskey. Like Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> oh my god! It was the 
is the only time in the episode you actually hear me and Bobby because we're cackling with laughter. Oh my god! Because it was it, it was just so perfect, and like uh, he he's he's such an industry cornerstone. He's yeah. he's so well known. He knows his craft. He knows what he's doing. And you know this guy that has such a huge influence on you know the spirit that Bobby and I love and adore, and you know sort of this uh, whiskey evangelism that Jim McEwen has talked about, and we we. Asked him what his favorite drink was Budweiser Budweiser it's just so funny that was great what a great guy though. oh man man I I mean I, I say I guess we say those are our favorite among our favorite episodes every one of them was special I don't think I have one that I, I would say I'm, we missed the mark on that there's not uh, one I don't yeah, like they're all great and they're, yeah I encourage everyone to go back and not in any particular order and listen. Yeah, no, no. You know what I mean? Scroll through them. I mean, I do that with podcasts that I find all the time. Yeah. I'll scroll through. I'll be you like, oh, that looks interesting. The names of the episode, show notes to kind of direct you. But reach out to us if you have questions. We can point you. Typically, a lot of times if somebody reaches out about a question, somebody from our team or, you know, we will try to say, hey, here's the answer. But go check this episode out because mm-hmm. we really get into depth on it. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're always listening out for ideas for the show, things you guys want to hear and and learn more about. But I dude, I look forward to more stuff, man. I mean, we're uh, we're cooking with gas. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up. A lot of good interviews. Yeah, not quite. Um, I don't know how we're going to top the Jim McEwen. Um, he I gave don't us know. he gave us some some of the best kudos I've ever. It, I, pat, I, let's I, let's hear Jim McEwen pat us on the back real quick. Let's do let's self serving some, some gratuitous self serving yeah, Jim go. McEwen. Check this out. So. Uh, it's been uh, thanks to guys like you, cast chasers. Um, you do a great job for the industry. You, you, it's just amazing because I'm, I can sense it. Even I'm in Scotland, you're over there. I can sense through the screen your passion because it's in your eyes. Your eyes don't lie. You're trying to lie all day, but I'm looking at you two guys and your eyes are just full of passion for what we're doing today, talking about whiskey, talking about Isla, talking about the whole thing. It's absolutely fantastic what you're doing. Um, we certainly recommend anybody to tune into you guys because you really mean it. You are sincere about what you're doing. This is not a, a Tom and Jerry show. This is guys who really love this product and love Scotland, you know what I mean? So I thank you on behalf of the people of Ireland and indeed Scotland and the whiskey producers because without you, we need disciples. As I said to you, the stuff that one guy gave it to the world with 10 disciples. You are the disciples who spread the gospel of single malt. And for that, I am truly grateful to you. So thank you very, very much. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. How amazing is that? <laughs> I pat on the back. I, pat on the I, back. I, I don't I don't have words for the fact that Jim McEwen said that about us to our faces over to the our internet. faces to our faces now we he, paid him a great sum of money that's to right, do something. that's no, right we, we're yeah. not going to recover from the check that we wrote him for that he is definitely a genuine human being and he, he means it and i hate leaving anybody out because it makes you feel like there's no way we're listing everybody that we know the dude there's so try, many though. i just feel we're so try. bad we're, we're literally scrolling through episodes um yeah. katie katie's been on a lot of yeah. us <laughs> Yeah, there's so many. I, I just, we just can't. No, was so, there, I, we're, we're like a quarter of the way through our episodes, just trying to pull people out. Just you, you know, just we're thankful for all the guests and everything and all the topics, and you know, we're gonna do more and bring more to the table. But we just wanted to do a quick catch up. 
and, uh, you know, talk and chit chat about our favorites. And Aaron wanted to not wear a shirt today. So. I, I, the fact that you left that out until the very last minute is, uh, I mean, it's good, the sweat good gets to you. glistening. It's just, it is glistening. It yeah. absolutely is. Yeah. Um, but we yeah, didn't get dressed for this. We didn't. Didn't we, need to. No, never, never need to. Well, I guess that I guess that'll wrap it up for this episode. What a way that doesn't wrap it up. <laughs> How about we go that we want to keep you off guard? Like they're listening. Like man, yo, I got to go back and what? No shirt? What happened? <laughs> this is why we. Have I Katie. recommend. This is why we have Kate. I recommend any episode you listen to, you don't wear a shirt. It just sounds better. It's the quality. <laughs> I don't know. It just did, I, depending on your headphones or the type of uh, yeah yeah I, in your yeah. car. Okay, specifically, you want to wear a shirt. So okay, but if you're okay. listening in headphones. And it's hot outside. Don't wear a shirt. That's my piece. Where it's I'm, I'm I'm about teaching. You know what I mean? You're about something. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> That'll wrap it up for this episode. Uh, thanks for joining us. And yeah, go back and listen to some of our previous episodes if you haven't. Uh, in the meantime, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cask Chasers. And you can also obviously join our Facebook group. Search for the Cask Chasers Whiskey Group. And don't forget to check out our website, castchasers.org, for show notes, Cask Chasers swag, and more. And until next time, guys, remember, it's not about finding the perfect ram. It's all in the chase. <laughs>